Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. Been a couple weeks almost at this point. Um, we had a little bit of a break. Obviously, Chelsea haven't been in action for a few days now. World Cup's coming up, uh, so we're going to have to see what the schedule is going to look like for us. Hopefully, we'll uh, do a few episodes during the tournament, um, but it's definitely like kind of an interesting schedule. I'm not sure how uh, it's all going to work. We're going to have to figure all that out. Chelsea, obviously, since we've last been on here, have had three defeats in a row. Um, you know, Arsenal, uh, Newcastle and Man City just not going well right now for this Chelsea team. It was a much, a much needed break. Uh, and hopefully you can, uh, we can turn around the results, uh, post Christmas. Uh, I'm joined today by Peter. Josh isn't with us, unfortunately. Um, and today we're just going to talk about some of the Chelsea players, uh, where they're going to be during the world cup. Uh, and then kind of do our predictions for the group stage and, you know, a little early sneak peek to who we think is going to win the tournament. Um, and I guess without further ado, I mean, Peter, are you excited for the World Cup? I mean, it. I personally am not as excited as usual because I think the whole fact that it's in Qatar and it's in the middle of the season and, you know, the games for us at least are mostly in the morning. So we're going to have to like watch it during school, which is kind of annoying. Like... I I think that kind of makes it not as exciting, but in terms of the players, in terms of the big stories, obviously Ronaldo and Messi's last World Cups most likely, I, I think it's going to be an exciting tournament, and obviously we have high hopes for our team, uh, Team USA. Um, hopefully they'll do okay. We might be a little, a little bit biased, um, but you know certainly hoping for a solid tournament, at least getting out of the group stage. But I mean, how, how are you excited for the tournament? I mean, it's kind of like what you said. I feel like it's a little bit dead this year. I mean, like, I don't know if dead's the right word, but it's a little bit, it's kind of is less exciting. You know, Qatar, obviously, all the stuff that's going on around how they won the bid for the World Cup, if there was any shady stuff going on there, there was, obviously. You know, just, and then, like you said, the morning times, you know, in the middle of the season where it doesn't feel like it's a special thing, it feels like it's just kind of like cramming it in there instead of like having it be during the summer in the special event where everyone knows that they can have their eyes on it. But I mean, <clears throat> the environment and the situation surrounding it might not be exciting. But like you said, Messi Ronaldo's last World Cup, will the World Cup, uh, will, will the, uh, what's it called? Will the World Cup curse, I guess, of the previous winners of France, is that going to, is that going to remain being scarily accurate? I mean, it's just, it's always fun. I mean, it's just when all the best players in the world get to play together for their country to win the biggest tournament in in football. It's just amazing. So how can it not be exciting? Sure, maybe not as much as it could be if there were some changes, you know, to other aspects. But I mean, there's plenty of things to look forward for, look forward to. And so how could I not be excited? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Uh, and obviously some of the best Chelsea players will be at the tournament. So I guess let's get into that. The players who will be attending, uh, that will be 12 uh, players from Chelsea. And that includes Raheem Sterling for England, uh, Mason Mount for England, Connor Gallagher for England, kind of a surprise addition uh, towards the end. Not a lot of people thought he was going to make the team, uh, the the roster to go to uh, Qatar, but he did end up doing that. Um, Tiago Silva, 38 years old, will be going to the World Cup, most likely starting in Brazil's defense, which is just crazy. Uh, Dennis Zakaria will be going with Switzerland. Hakeem Ziyech now back uh, with Morocco, obviously retired from international football uh, and then uh, was able to come back uh, after that coach was fired. Um, Kai Havertz will be going with Germany. He's had a pretty decent record actually with Germany recently. Um, so hopefully he has a strong tournament. 
Christian Pulisic will be going for our team USA. LeBron James of soccer. Let's see what he does. Um, I'm kind of pessimistic about the U.S. chances. U.S.'s chances. We'll talk about it when we predict it. But um, I, I'm not super confident. But hopefully Christian Pulisic has a good tournament. Mateo Kovacic um, will be going with Croatia. I think Croatia is kind of a dark horse this year uh, to watch out for. They're kind of always just criminally underrated, even though they did make it to the finals in 2018. Edward Mendy and Kaladu Koulibaly will be going with Senegal. Obviously, no Sadio Mane for them. Big loss. Um, I was actually really excited for Senegal. Unfortunately, uh, they will not have probably their best player. Um, and then Cesar Aspilicueta will be going with Spain. And then the players who missed out, um, Reese James and Ben Chilwell, were most likely going to be a part of that roster uh, for England before they were ruled out with injury. Kepa, N'Golo Kante, Wesley Fofana, all in that same boat, uh, missing France and Spain squads, respectively. And then Aubameyang and Jorginho, who would have made the team if their countries, uh, Gabon and Italy, managed to qualify. Obviously, Italy, the big shock that they did not qualify for the World Cup. I mean, who are you excited to see? I, if you could pick one of these Chelsea players at the World Cup, let's say besides Pulisic, obviously, right? Because we're all rooting for Team USA. Um, but besides Pulisic, who are you excited to see how they do at the World Cup? Um, I'll let you go first and I'll make my uh, my my guess. I don't know what you want to call it. You're, you can share. Yeah, I, I actually also don't know what to call it. I was going to correct you, but then I just realized I yeah, don't know. Share. <laughs> yeah, share. My share. I will share. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, share. Yeah, whatever it would. Uh, but no, uh, obviously I would have said Christian Felicic and then I was like, okay, no, I'll just say Christian Felicic as soon as he's done with this thing. And then he's like, okay, no Christian Felicic. So then I think, I mean, we talked about it earlier where it's Messi or Ronaldo's World Cup, but I mean, it's also most likely Thiago Silva's last World Cup too. I mean, I wouldn't put him past him with the way he's still playing as he gets up there in age. I mean, who knows? He could play into his forties <laughs> if he keeps aging like he has been. I mean, who knows? But yeah, and his most likely World Cup in a really, really, really good Brazil team. They're definitely going to go far in the tournament. Can he win the World Cup? How well will he play? Just I'm excited to see because obviously, as we know, he's saved he saved Chelsea so, 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 so many times. So can he do the same thing for Brazil? And can he bring the World Cup back to Brazil? That's That's me. I'm going to go with Mason Mount. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does at a big tournament. I think in the Euros, he was kind of disappointing for England. And I think, you know, England has quite a few injuries now uh, in their squad. So I'm excited to see if Mason Mount could kind of step up, put in some big performances and kind of put away the disrespect that I think he gets uh, from a lot of non-Chelsea fans. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. And same with Kai Havertz, uh, just a kind of honorable mention, I guess. I'm hoping that he has a good tournament for Germany. Uh, you know, we've seen him step up in the big occasions. Can he do it at the biggest one in the World Cup? Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. I guess it's pretty much it for our Chelsea analysis of the World Cup. Now we're going to do some predictions for our own fun, I guess. Uh, we'll go through the eight groups and say who we think the winner and runner-up are going to be. Um, and I guess we'll just start right away with Group A. Group A, uh, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. Um, for me, in terms of the runner-up in this group, I think it's going to be Senegal. I would have had them winning the group if it wasn't for Sadio Mane's injury, um, but I will now have them coming uh, as the runner-up. And then the Netherlands, I think they have an, a number of very good players. They've just never been able to put it together in recent years. Um, and I, I just don't think they're going to go that far, but I do have them winning the group. 
Yeah, I completely agree with both of those. Like you said, I mean, it's not the it's not the strongest group. Ecuador and, uh, and Qatar aren't you know known powerhouses. Uh, I could see Ecuador maybe sneaking into the runner-up instead of Senegal, but just because Senegal doesn't have Mane, like you said. But I still think Senegal can hold on second place, maybe even maybe even get first, because like you said, the, despite having great players, the Netherlands, they never seem like they actually like have any sort of chemistry, and they can never, despite all the talent, they always just choke, and they can't ever actually go far in these tournaments. But I, I have them first and then Senegal second and then I'll just go ahead to group B obviously this is the group where our team USA uh, this is our group I do not think we're gonna win it though I mean as much as much as I want to be biased and be like yeah we're 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 gonna win every single game and we're gonna go we're gonna be first in the group not happening especially not with England there England's England's gonna get first and I mean I think Wales it's like 50-50 between USA and Wales, unbiased opinion, but with my bias, I have to say that the USA will get second, and Christian Pulisic is going to carry us through to the group stages. How well we do in the group stages, that's a whole nother question, but I have at least, I have like a solid amount of confidence that we'd be able to at least get the runner-up in this group, but probably most likely not first. So England first, uh, USA second. Yeah, I think, you know, this year, hopefully we can be a little bit more competitive while well, we're actually back in the World Cup, which is kind of helpful. Um, but in 2026, back on our home turf, uh, I am hoping that we'll be able to have a very, very good tournament and hopefully go pretty far um, and maybe even win it. I'm not going to go that far, though. Uh, for this group, obviously, you mentioned England, uh, Wales and the USA. Don't forget about Iran, though. I feel like Iran always is like that, you know, they don't have any like superstar players. They don't have any players you're actually going to recognize. Um, but I feel like they were always a solid unit. Um, and I could see them like somehow becoming sneak second, but I am going to go USA second. Uh, Wales, I think will be right up there, but I think the USA, if they can beat Wales, will come second in this group. Um, and I have England coming first and winning the group uh, despite all their injuries and missing their best player in Reese James. Anyway, uh, group C, uh, this is a pretty interesting group in my opinion. Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Um, I think Poland is going to come runner up here. I think Mexico has kind of been in disarray, uh, recently. I think it's going to be tough for them to come in the top two of that group, especially with Saudi Arabia, who I think is more of a, a difficult team than people are going to anticipate. And then I'm going to have Argentina coming first. I think they have a really good team and Messi has a decent shot of making it very, very far in this tournament. Uh, so that's what I'm going to go with for that group. Yep, I completely agree. Also, Argentina first. I can't see them getting any, anything other than first. I mean, they're all every single player on that team loves Messi so much. They're going to be so motivated. Uh, it, it, like you said, great team too. It's not that they're just going to be playing for Messi, but they also just can play in general. And yeah, I think they're getting first and then Poland getting second. Poland, obviously, best player. They have Lewandowski. So Lewandowski will score some goals for Poland and get them runner up. And then in Group D, obviously I kind of mentioned earlier about the uh, the World Cup curse. France obviously won it last time, but as much as I can't bring myself to predict that they won't make it out of the group stages, let alone not get first in a group which is, I mean, can't say I know many players on Australia. Tunisia has a few players. Denmark also kind of solid, but France is just far and away the best team. So I have to predict them to getting first in Group D, even with the curse and everything. I just... I just, it doesn't make sense. I can't see it happening. But then I do think, 
I think Tunisia might go runner-up. I feel like Denmark's probably the favorite there. But I feel like Tunisia's kind of underrated. They do have a few players. Uh, and, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a toss-up between all three of those teams. They're, I feel like they're all at about a similar level. And I think... But I'll just go Tunisia and France, obviously, first, even though I'm sure there'll be somehow that France sells and can't get past the group stages. All right. And then moving on, or actually not moving on, I haven't even done my prediction for this group. Uh, France, Denmark, Tunisia, Australia, you already mentioned them. Play uh, the teams. I don't know. I'm repeating them. I'm going to have Denmark coming as the runner up and France winning the group. I could see it going the other way around with Denmark winning the group and France uh, coming second somehow, like you kind of mentioned. Um, so that's going to be an interesting one. Don't forget about Australia. I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe the, the lads from down under, uh, could do something in this tournament that was extremely bad. Um, but I'll just move on. Like I never said it group E, uh, Spain, Germany, Japan, and Costa Rica. I think, oh my God, my, uh, voice just like collapsed. I think, uh, for this one, it's going to be a two horse race, obviously, but I wouldn't count out Japan. I think Japan could be a solid team in this tournament, but I'm going to go Germany as the winners and Spain as the runners up here. I mean, I, I, I could literally just say, I, I was going to say the exact same thing as you did. I mean, I think it will be a two horse race with Germany, with Spain, but Japan is sneaky. Japan are always solid. I mean, they own Germany at the last world cup. I don't see why they couldn't do it again necessarily, but I don't think they will personally. I could see Spain, Spain and Germany. I think that's basically a toss up. It's whoever wins their match. Uh, so I, I'll go Germany, obviously. Battle between Havertz and Aspi, you know that'll be interesting to watch. But I think Havertz comes, uh, Havertz and Germany come out on top. Germany first, Spain runners up. Then Group G, my or sorry, Group F, uh, my group of death. I think there isn't an absurd one this year, but Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Belgium, obviously great team. You know they're still in their golden age right now. Croatia, like you said earlier, Alex, extremely underrated. Uh, Morocco, obviously Ziyech, they're not a team to overlook. They also have some solid players. And then Canada, Canada, is Davies even going to the World Cup? Is he still injured? I'm not sure about that, to be honest. He might be if injured. He's... I'll, I'll check that out. Okay, because if he is injured, then they're not going to be able to do anything. I mean, I don't think they would be able to anyway with other three teams, but especially not without Fonzie. But in my opinion, I think Croatia will go first because I am a really big believer in their side. I just don't see it. Just like how Kovacic is underrated at Chelsea, Croatia as a nation is also underrated. Belgium second, obviously. De Bruyne, Hazard, Luke, I guess Lukaku. I don't know if they're going to actually start him up top, but presumably they will because he always plays well for the national team. Uh, they have, I mean, they have plenty of, plenty of talent. I mean, but also kind of, they struggle to actually win anything meaningful. They're always ranked like a number one in the FIFA rankings, but haven't really won a major tournament. Maybe it will be this one, but I think Croatia finishes ahead of them in this group. Yeah, so Alfonso Davies is going to the World Cup, uh, so it looks like he will be playing. Um, And with that information, not that I'm going to change anything because I already had this, I'm going to go Canada as the runners up in this group. Um, And then for my winner... I'm gonna have Croatia. I think Belgium are not gonna be and are not gonna advance uh, this year. Um, I, this is a really tough group, and I think Belgium might be that surprise team that just really doesn't do well this year. Uh, and that's kind of what I'm predicting um, in Group F here: uh, Croatia top and Canada second. 
uh, and maybe even a Morocco third. I would probably still have Belgium third, though, but I don't think they're going to advance. That's kind of like my hot take of this year's World Cup. All right, moving on to Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. I have uh, Switzerland as the runners-up, and then Brazil as the winners. I think Brazil are going to be very, very good this year. Uh, They have just so many good players, so much depth. I think they're by far the best team in the world currently, uh, and we'll see what happens uh, if they can live up to the hype that they had also in 2014, uh, but weren't able to capitalize on, obviously. Yep, I completely agree with Brazil. Like you said, so much talent, so much depth. It's just an absolutely insane roster. They'll get first. Uh, and I think I think Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon are all somewhat, uh, they're reasonably well-balanced as in terms of who I think could win it. But I think I'll go Serbia. Uh, they have a few solid players. Obviously, they have like Jovic, Kostic. They have a few solid players. Switzerland does too. Obviously, Zakaria does, Xhaka. Uh, you know, but I just think, you know, I think Serbia, I mean, I, it, it could go either way, you know, kind of like a coin flip, but I'll go Serbia, especially just because you said Switzerland, you know, we can have a bit of a difference because then if I'm right, I can, I can, I can hold one over you, but if uh, you're right, you can hold one over me. And last group, Uruguay, Ghana, Portugal, Korea, Republic. I think Uruguay is also one of those teams that is quite underrated. I think they have a very solid side. Um, and I think they'll finish first in this group. I think all the teams in it are pretty solid, but I think Uruguay can come out on top. And then I was kind of debating not having Portugal go out to the group stage. Obviously, Ronaldo and all his drama at Manchester United, I'm sure he'll be able to focus back in uh, for the World Cup. You know, he great mentality. He, if he didn't have a good mentality, he wouldn't still be playing. But I feel like that could cause a little bit of a distraction. Even though it could be his last World Cup, so I was kind of debating whether maybe putting even Korea Republic. Um, Son is dealing with an injury, but um, he was selected on the squad, so I'm assuming that means he'll play. And so obviously they're dangerous. I mean, they only need, Son only needs like well, it's kind of a bit of space, and he can score. So I was debating putting them in as the runners up, but I just think you have to have Ronaldo in the knockout stages. I mean, there's just no way he doesn't make it. I mean, even if he can't perform, I'm sure all the all those teammates will step up for him. Yeah, for Group H, I agree with you. I actually have the exact same order. I have Portugal as the runners-up and Uruguay, very underrated side, like you said, finishing top of the group. I actually think Uruguay is going to finish substantially top of this group. Uh, and it's kind of going to be a three-horse race for that number two spot uh, between Portugal, Korea, and Ghana. I think that's an interesting group as well, um, but you know, I think Uruguay uh, could potentially go really, really far in this tournament. And now with that all wrapped up for our group stage predictions, uh, we'll kind of fast forward. We kind of made the template go all the way through. We're not going to read off everything, but who are the two teams you have in the final uh, and who do you have as your winner currently? Obviously, we'll revisit this after the group stage. I want to hear yours first. All right. I have France. And Brazil in the final, and I have Brazil winning it. I mean, I feel like that's the kind of that's kind of like the uh, don't say kind it's of the expected. basic answer. Don't say the it basic is the basic answer. answer though. Those are probably the two best teams, two most talented teams that are that are there. You know, yeah. But and for I me, have uh, Argentina and Uruguay in the third place playoff. Interesting, interesting. For me, I think Argentina beats Brazil in the semifinals. And Croatia beats France, getting revenge for the last World Cup, and makes it to the final for an Argentina-Croatia final. 
and then Brazil, France, third place. And I think, did you say who you had winning between the two or just who you had in the final? Yeah, I had Brazil winning. That's what Brazil I said, winning, I thought. Yeah. That yeah. is, so even more of the basic answer. Right, I have Messi winning the World Cup. Like, that's so, not basic. Like, that's not basic. Like, you know, that's fine. Croatia winning. Kovacic lifts <laughs> You're the World change. Cup. I will it. just change. Because I do believe in Croatia. Croatia has great players up and down their roster. Their midfield absolutely stacked. They have solid attackers. Uh, they performed well at the last World Cup. They were so, 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 so close. And I feel like there's no reason they can't do it again. So, you know what? Yeah, I'll have Mateo Kovacic winning the World Cup and having another trophy because he's literally won everything. He's so decorated. And that's another thing for him to add as to collection. And I'll say... Brazil beats France in your final, but in my third place for Brazil getting the bronze. Well, it's not even a bronze, but getting just third place. Interesting. Well, I, I guess I guess we have differing views on that. I do hope, uh, you know, Messi does well, Ronaldo does well in their final World Cups. Uh, and I also hope, obviously, Team USA does good. Um, I don't have them getting out of the round of 16. Though, they're they're uh, losing to they're the making... Netherlands for yeah, both they're, of us, they're, I assume. They're, they're losing to the realistically, Netherlands. Realistically, no matter who they play first first group stage, first knockout stage, they're losing. They're, they're going I mean, to lose. To be fair, I think that the group that they're playing in the knockout stage is probably the weakest group in the tournament. Uh, so fair. if they were to get out, I think there would be a chance that they could win. But I but wouldn't predict it. Is that really going to happen? No, it won't. Probably it won't not. happen. It won't <laughs> happen. All, all, all eyes will be moved to 2026 in about three weeks, um, and you know we'll look forward to that and you know pay a million dollars a ticket because I'm sure they're going to charge like crazy to go to the World Cup here. I can just only imagine. Um, but yeah, I mean we'll see what happens in this tournament. Very exciting. Uh, make sure to wake up early. Uh, you know, make sure you're watching during school, during work, so you get fired or expelled. Um, because it's all worth it. You know what I'm saying? And Peter, you think it's worth it, right? I, I might just fail this year. Of course it's worth it. I mean, of course, yeah. football is life, baby. Let's football go. Is, football is life. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all next time, uh, probably after the group stages. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.